McClanahan is there. The puck is still loose. 11 seconds. You've got 10 seconds. The countdown going on right now. Morrow up to Schultz. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! The Asman and Beauty Podcast starts right now. And what is going on, everybody? Jake Asman alongside Dan Budick here on the Asman and Budick Show podcast. Dan, great show in store. USA hockey legend and 1980 Olympic gold medalist Jim Craig will be joining us on the program in just a little bit. And so much to talk about with Jim. Obviously, the 1980 Olympics, U.S. winning the gold medal, beating the Soviets. God, they made a movie about it. It's one of the great moments, you know, in, in really in U.S. athletic history. And, and to have him on the show is going to be great. It was rated the number one sports moment of the 20th century. So many different things, so many different storylines surrounding that 1980 Olympic team. We weren't around to see it, but of course we've heard about it. They, Dan, as you just said, they made the movie Miracle about it. So many documentaries about it. We watched one actually last night to get us ready for this interview. We're really excited to have Jim Craig on. And let's remember this. Jim Craig in that game against the Soviets was the reason why that team won. And without Jim Craig, there's a very good chance that the United States does not win that gold medal. That's a great point. Ten minutes left on the clock when Mike Ruzioni scored the goal to give the USA the win- the lead. Excuse me, and he had to hold them off for ten minutes, obviously, with a Soviet offense like they had. Very tough to do. So we're going to get to all about the 1980 U.S. men's Olympic hockey team when we get Jim Craig on the line with us right after this. You are listening to the Asman and Beauty Podcast on ICTV.org and on iTunes. And welcome back to the Asman and Beauty Show. And it's truly an honor and a privilege to be joined on the phone line right now by the great Jim Craig of the 1980 U.S. Men's Olympic Hockey Team. Jim, thanks so much for a couple minutes. Um, my pleasure, guys. Jim, obviously, all these years later, is there a day in your life that goes by where uh, people don't mention the Miracle on Ice and that 1980 team? Only if I'm at my house. <laughs> <laughs> now, no, Jim- it's, it's, it's really nice uh, when people see me and, and they recognize uh, myself or the accomplishments that our team did. People are happy, and um, so it's a, it's a nice remembrance of something very special. Now, Jim, when you were going into that game and you had just played the Soviets right before the tournament started at Madison Square Garden and you guys lost 10-3, what, what was the mindset of the team heading in? Did you guys realistically think that you had a great opportunity to win that game? Well, when we played them in, in Madison Square Garden, you know, a lot of us didn't play a whole bunch. You know, I played a period and a half. And it was, you know, everybody was nervous. Nobody wanted, really wanted to get hurt. Everybody was excited to play against them. And so even though it was our biggest game ever against an incredible competition, I don't think we were prepared as like it was a game in the Olympics. And then really the answer to your question is, you know, we figured if we got to the medal round that we would have to play them again and that the experience of playing them before would be beneficial for us. So, Jim, you get into the game, obviously, with 10 minutes to go. Mike Ruzioni scores the go-ahead goal to give you guys a 4-3 lead. There's still 10 minutes on the clock. As the goaltender, are you thinking, oh, well, we got the lead with 10 minutes to go? Or are you thinking, oh, i got to hold them off for another 10 minutes? Well, the, the Russians, I mean, they won every game in the last 10 minutes, five minutes. They never really panicked. They were that good. And so, I mean, having 10 minutes left is like having another game against another competition. So really staying focused, stay within yourself, making your teammates 
do what they could do well, and just winning collectively is the, the formula that we used. Now, Jim, you're, what, what was the first thought that came through your mind when that final buzzer sounded and you guys had defeated the Soviets? We did it. You know, and really what I mean by we is, you know, the whole team just played so good that we had done something and it was a stepping stone towards an overall objective that we had. And it, it was amazing. And it was, um, you know, it was, a, you know, obviously a highlight. And it was gave us a provided us with an opportunity to go to the gold medal game. Jim, obviously, after the game and after you guys win the gold medal, and and your and your U.S. and your champions, did you did you did you realize right away that this would be a team that'd be remembered, you know, forever in, in U.S. Olympic lore? Well, we still had to play Finland, so you know, winning the gold medal against the uh, the Russians was a great feat, but it was only a step towards that. So, I think once we had beaten the Finns and we actually won the gold medal, that's when people. Um, you know, we were excited, but most of the guys had different agendas. You know, we wanted to play in the National Hockey League, so that was a an audition to try to get in the National Hockey League. It isn't until years later that we really, years and months later, that we really appreciated how much of an effect the win by our team did at Lake Placid. Jim, how much pressure did you guys feel going into the gold medal game against Finland? You just mentioned that you guys had to win that another game after you guys defeated the Soviets. Was there more pressure almost on that game than playing the Soviets? Well, you go from an underdog playing against the Russians to a favorite playing against the Finns, and it's just our culture that once we beat the Russians, everybody assumed that we would beat the Finns. So it took a great deal of concentration, preparation uh, to go into that game and and play as well as we did. So I, I would say the pressure uh, to win was probably much greater against the Finns. So, Jim, you fast forward to 2003. The movie Miracle comes out, Miracle on Ice, obviously, about that 1980 U.S. Olympic hockey team. Did you think it was an accurate portrayal of the team and your journey to U.S. gold? You know, I think the folks who made the movie um, really made sure that it protected and grew our legacy Five of us were consultants for the movie, so we really had a hand in trying to make sure that it it was a great movie. It really depicted what happened and that it would continue to protect and grow the legacy of our team. Jim, was the portrayal of Coach Herb Brooks in the movie accurate to what he actually was as a coach when he coached you guys in 1980? Yeah, Herb, Herb was a visionary. I mean, he was way ahead of his time, not only in the style of play, but conditioning and how he treated players, uh, the ability to care for each one of us in a very separate way, yet hold us accountable and pull greatness out of us. So he was a tough coach, but a very good coach. You, you talked about being a consultant on the movie. So would they consult you about you know just different aspects that happened during practice or, or the pregame speech, obviously, the famous pregame speech of Coach Brooks before uh, the Soviet game? Well, what happens is it's just kind of like the flow of how the, how the movie is going to come out and you know, ask us more questions, and I think they did a really great job. And you mentioned that the portrayal of, of Brooks is very accurate, so when you saw the movie Miracle, did it bring you back to those times in 1980? Yeah, I had quite a few laughs, and it really brought us back to memory lane, and uh, I just think it was a really wonderful job. And a, and a nice gift for the kids that weren't all involved or even alive when our team played. It really gave them a good feeling of what was really happening. 
obviously now with Olympic play, the NHL allows players to to go to wherever the Olympics play and, and take a break in the NHL season and play in the Olympic Games. Are you a proponent of that, or do you, or do you like the guys out of college like you were in 1980, you know, getting a chance to play in the Olympics? Well, I think the Olympics are becoming much more commercialized and, you know, a profit center and things to do, which is kind of unfortunate. My biggest concern is that there's a, an equal playing field, a level playing field. But more than anything, I hope that the athletes go over there, go over there with the honor of representing their countries and really put aside anything else that they're doing and don't feel obligated but feel privileged to go over and represent their countries. Now, Jim, before we let you go, we know that you've been doing a lot of motivational speaking and you have a very prestigious company, Gold Medal Strategies. Can you just talk a little bit about that company and the impact you've had on other people? Sure. Um, you know, I, was, I had to retire from hockey because of an injury, and then I was fortunate enough to get into sales, and I, I learned a lot about the business world, had great mentors. And then I decided to open up my own company and go out and really mentor people and uh, do motivational speaking and sales training. So we developed gold medal strategies. Um, and um, it feels great because I get a chance to go out and take all the mentoring that I've been given and help share it with other people. And I wrote my book, Gold Medal Strategies. We have nine strategies that help people win. So that was fun, and I'm working on another project with some really great people. And So a lot of good things are coming out, but I I really enjoy, I I think in life that if you can be mentored and be mentoring someone during the day, then it's a really good day. All right, Jim, thanks so much for taking a few minutes out of, of course, your busy day and joining us. We really appreciate it. Great. Well, everybody, all your listeners, have a wonderful holiday. Be safe. listening to the Asmund and Budic podcast. Make sure you go on to iTunes and subscribe to the show.